get right into it. All right, so welcome to The Nudge. We take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I am your host, Mark Papers, Senior Engineer at MPE, Mobile Production Engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started. We got you with all the sauce, podcast mixing, music mixing, mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. Today we're still discussing compression and how it makes the mix come all together. Stay tuned. This is The Nudge. In the last segment, we spoke about compressors and the different types that they have. FET compressors, optos, and sometimes even digital. Uh, We looked at the main settings, which are threshold, ratio, attack, and the release times of the thresholds as well, of the compressors, excuse me. To recap, the threshold defines the line above which gain reduction starts. Any signal exceeding the threshold is known as overshooting the signal and normally will reduce in level. The threshold is normally calibrated in dB. So here's a sample of threshold being reduced so you can hear what it's doing to the audio clip. Let's get into that. Yeah, outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. Notice how the compressor changes the vocal take um, as it's going through the threshold dial. It's squashing the record, um, well, the vocal take um, from its, you know, zero point all the way to negative 30. So, again, it's taking it through, you know, not having any compression at all to having compression and then vice versa all the way back down. Ignore the attack and release for now. Um, I was just, you know, moving around the threshold settings. Just focused on that for now. The ratio is set to an even 4.1 setting. Um, And if you remember from our earlier chapter, that's what's considered light compression. This was Logic stock FET compressor. Um, But now let's look at the ratio. The ratio can be compared to gravity. Gravity affects the extent to which objects are pulled towards the ground. Ratio determines the extent to which overshooting the signals signals reduce toward the threshold. The lower the ratio, the easier it is for signals to jump above the threshold. Let's see that last part again. Ratio determines the extent to which overshooting the signals are reduced toward the threshold. The lower the ratio, the easier it is for signals to jump above the threshold. Once the overshoot happens, the ratio control determines the ratio between input level changes and output level changes. For example, with a 2 to 1 ratio, anytime the signal goes above 2 dB, it will drop the signal by 1 dB or half. The higher the ratio, the more the signal will be pulled down once it overshoots. Here's an example of the ratio being adjusted on a sample from 1 to 1 all the way to 30.1. Listen to how the compressor starts, and it takes the vocal all the way from no compression to having a lot of compression through the take. So let's play that right now and get into it. 
yeah Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer You can hear from that last vocal take that the ratio is being very responsive when it's getting higher. So the more ratio that is placed on the compressor, more squishing and smashing of the vocal is happening when rather when it's lower, you're not getting as much compression at all. So again, you need to adjust those settings to be aware of which type of compression that you're looking for, how much you want to put on your audio sample, and so forth. Ratio is important to determine how much compression you want to happen. This can be adjusted, so use your ears to get proper amounts onto your signals. Next, I want to go over the attack and release time into more deets. Modern compression responds more quickly to sudden level changes. In most cases, you don't want the response to be necessarily so quick. The attack and the release are mainly responsible for the compressor's response times. Basically, how quickly does it open and shut the compression gate? Here's a compression sample of a vocal take that has a quick retack and a slow release. And then we're gonna show you other retacks and release for comparison, but let's take a look at both takes. This track has a quick release time. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer So you can hear on that last take how it has a lot of compression Because the attack is set to the fastest setting Typically, you would use this when you're using a vocal that's right in your face or something that's very loud. You would put a fast attack to make sure that you catch everything that goes above that threshold signal. Quick attack times on your compressor are usually between somewhere between 0 and 15 milliseconds. I'm going to play a track right after that's going to have a slow attack so we can see what that sounds like when the attack time is turned the opposite way a little bit slower. Let's get into that take now. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer So that was a track played back Played with a uh, slow attack with the compressor um, As you can hear it, it wasn't really being compressed at all Because it was set so slowly, so you have to find that mid-range in between your settings. That way you can, you know, get the, you know, the right amount of compression for the signal that you're trying to tame or peak. So I want to get into the next section as well, where we're going to look at the release times. But first, a message from our sponsor. Today's sponsor is brought to you by the Max Michaels Artist Development Program. If you're an up-and-coming artist who wants to learn how to make $4,000 a month as an unsigned artist, 
Email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. They'll give you one complimentary feedback and solutions to start making money with your music. Max Michaels Artist Development Program gives you the tools and education to make money and gain real supporters with your music. They set plans, budgets, target goals, reaching your target audience, defining the differences between reaching your audience and engaging with your audience. Email your name and one song to maxmichaelsllc at gmail.com. Let's get back into it. Keep in mind, just like we have attack times, we have release times as well. That controls how much or how long the compressor is going to hold on to the signal before it lets it go. I have an audio signal that I'm going to play for you that has a very fast release time with the vocal take. Uh, let's get into that and hear what that sounds like. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. Also, want to mention that that last take had a fast attack time onto it as well. So, as you can hear, uh, the vocal take was very, very punchy. Um, it was able to have good transients. You know, you were able to hear that take very well because the release time was very fast and it let the vocal um, not get, you know, compressed too long or too much, you know. Um, so that's a good setting to use when you're doing vocals or something that, you know, just has like a lot of dynamics. You're going to want to use a fast release time on that. Um, that would be the perfect time to use that type of setting. So what I'm going to do is play another take for you, and that's going to have um, a slow release time um, with the same fast attack. That way you can hear what it sounds like when the um, compressor kind of grabs that vocal or audio take, but it lets it go a little slower. So let's see what that sounds like right now. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer So if you hear that last take where the release time was a lot slower The audio, once it was compressed it stayed in that range for the rest of the vocal take. It wasn't very dynamic. It kind of got compressed and squashed. So you're going to want to be careful with your release times as well as your attack times and adjust them. That way your vocal take or your audio sample still has dynamic range. Most modern compressors can respond to sudden level changes instantly. So the attack and release times, as we mentioned, are also known as time constants and response time. So you're going to want to make sure that those times are very fitting to the track that you're editing. Another function on your compressor that you're going to want to know how to use is called the makeup gain. The makeup gain is the section that's going to help your compressor put back some of the volume that was lost due to compression or the loss of, of volume and gain. A compressor's principal function is to make louder sounds softer. So as a result, the perceived loudness of compressed signal is likely to drop. So to compensate for this, the makeup gain 
was con- invented to add gain or output or pretty much boost the signal after you took away some of it and the one that's lost. So, again, I'm going to play a signal for you or a vocal take um, just like the ones before. It's just going to have the normal um, compression on there so we can hear that. And then I'm going to play after the one with the makeup gain added back to it. So let's get into that. Yeah, outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches. And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets. And after this club shit, I put on my mattress. I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips. Cheer. Now the last take had really good compression on it. Uh, the only problem was when there was a lot of the P's, um, Explosives, what happened was the compression kind of ducked it, it lowered the gain, and it reduced it too much. So that's when the makeup gain comes in. It would put it back in the track, and that way once it gets reduced and you hear it back, it sounds more level. So in the next take, you're going to hear that with the makeup gain, around 5 dB added back. So let's get into what that sounds like. Yeah. Outfit is so hot, it's like I'm pulling on the matches And I ain't talking gangster, but I pull up with the ratchets And after this club shit, I put on my mattress I've been making moves, now I'm practicing my backflips Cheer So you hear that last take, it was more level Um, Even though the compressor did its job, it pulled down the P's and the plosives it still brought it back up, it added gain, and it made it more level. So that's the way that you want to use your compressor, that you're getting everything that's too loud, you're pulling it down, but you're giving it gain on the other end. That way it outputs out um, more, more, more smoothly. I did want to mention that some compressors have auto attacks, have auto release, and auto makeup gain these compressors do calculations and they get the amount that's right for the vocal you can use this as well however um, you may want to dial things in um, because those compressors will have digital sounds if you or your studio wants to advertise or promote on our network please give us a call on the 1-800 network the 1-888-888 90 MPE now and get your business tuned in. I want to go over this last section, seven ways to get started on using compressors and getting your audio signal compressed properly. So let's get right into it. Let's not even waste any time. So the first thing would be to set the starter vocal compression settings. I would say to set your threshold to zero. That's normally where I start. Just Turn it all the way off, um, you know, and then just you're going to dial it in slowly. Set your ratio. Um, if it's a vocal, you're probably going to want to go somewhere between 4.1 to 8.1, uh, depending on how much compression you want to use. And then you want to set your attack and release times fast as possible, uh, usually around one millisecond. And then the knee, just leave that or set it to one um, and then set the makeup gain again to zero. You're just going to leave that for now. 
Um, so once you do that, you're gonna press play, just let the song run or the vocal take, um, and then just start moving that threshold in, um, and that way um, you're gonna start uh, to see the compression start working. So that gets into number two, which will be to lower the threshold and then watch the gain reduction. So that's gonna be the first step to seeing how much compression you're gonna wanna be using. Um, and if you did proper gain staging um, when you recorded, then this should even out very naturally. Go ahead and slowly lower the threshold, watch the gain reduction meter, and then once you get to around 5 dB, I would say you can listen to what that sounds like and see if that's enough compression for you. Most engineers, especially on their first compressor, you're going to want to use somewhere between 3 to 5 dB. The gain reduction meter is the best metric to look at this. So you're going to want to pay attention to this over anything else. Um, your other meters may tell you where it's reading afterwards, but this is going to tell you exactly how much compression is being done on the vocal itself. Number three would be to revisit the ratio based on the genre or the vocal performance. So once you feel like you have enough um, compression being done, this is where you can adjust the ratio again. So you can you know, change it from, you know, maybe 4.1, you know, look at 8.1 to see if that's, you know, you know a smoother sound for you or gives you a little, a little bit more, you know, of a gritty sound. If it's, uh, you know, maybe a, a tighter, a dark sound or, you know, a harsher type of vocal. It depends on the type of music that you're making. But again, this may be a good opportunity to adjust the ratio just to, you know, to taste to make sure it's fitting this type of sound and song that you're making. Number four would be to add gain back using the makeup gain. So this, again, would be the next section where we would be to add back makeup gain because since we did this compression, when we ducked the vocal down, um, with the gain, and we looked at the gain reduction meter, you know, it's telling us that we're having somewhere between 3 to 5 dB reduce. We need to add this back. Um, a good principle to follow is um, you want to add back half of what your gain reduction meter is saying in makeup gain. For example, so if you reduce 6 dB of gain, in your gain reduction meter, you're going to want to add 3 dB gain back in your makeup um, gain. Or if, you're, if you reduced um, 3 dB of gain, you're going to want to put your makeup gain to 1.5 dB. So again, you're going to want to put half back um, to add to the makeup gain knob because that should level it out. But again, you want to look at your meters Trust your meters, your ears, and your eyes. Engineering is a, you know, more than, it's a sense, a sense experience that you're going to want to, you know, use a lot of things in, in, in general just to make sure that everything is working together. Next section would be five and stop and check how the vocals sound. So once you've done this compression and you've looked over this track and you've seen um, you know, you've got a, a good amount of compression going, you want to play this, you know, look it over, um, just check check it against other records, use references, that's always a great way to mix, um, just to make sure you're doing the right amount of compression. 
Um, and once you got the right amount of sound, you think it sounds good, I would say you can jump to the next step, which would be six, um, check the attack and release settings. So you can just adjust this again just a little bit to see, um, to make sure that your track is sitting proper in the track. At this point, the vocal should be compressed to the right amount and sitting right in the mix at the right volume. So the attack and release time should offer, you know, a way to make sure that you're getting all the syllables right, especially if it's rap songs. I know that, you know, when I'm recording any track, you know, you know, we listen to it back and we're like, you know, this song, like, oh, I can't hear that this this vocal, you know, this vocal got cut off or something. You're going to want to adjust the attack and release times because something is getting caught in, you know, that compression um, and it can be adjusted. We usually um, move this around one millisecond, um, but, you know, in compression, the dial itself, it's actually moving in five milliseconds to ten milliseconds. You really should read the manual. I know, I know that most engineers, you know, we always, you know, we, we laugh about it. It's kind of funny that most we don't read the manual, but it's a good thing to do, and I'll tell you why, because your compressor may move and have dials that are based that have one to ten. However, each each dial may be moving um, by ten milliseconds when normal com other compressors may be moving by five milliseconds. You know, so your compressor is moving in a different way than a normal one. So your thing that you're adding less or more than you should be adding in a track. So again, it's always a good idea to just read the manual to see what exactly that you're doing. And then the last section I would um, of you know working with the compression it would be what to be is to set the compression knee. The knee is a very important when you're doing um, anything like a uh, sound such as a snare or a kick drum. Um, but on vocals, um, you want to have like a soft or round knee that way it doesn't cut off or you know duck syllables like we mentioned in the last session. So again, um, I just want to go over those last sections um, and just review those last topics. Um, one to seven, seven ways to use a compressor. First way would be to just start with the default settings. Make sure the compressor um, is somewhere natural and you set it somewhere that you know where to, it begins. That way, once you start making moves and tweaks, you started from good settings. Two would be to lower the threshold and watch the gain reduction meter. Three, revisit the ratio based on the genre and vocal performance um, to make sure that's adjusted properly. Four, add gain back using the makeup gain, a great way to make sure that the vocal is level. Five, stop and check how the vocals sound. Make sure everything is sounding crisp and it's fitting in the mix properly. It's not too much compression. Great way and time to check on that. Six, tweak the attack and release settings. Make sure no syllables are being cut off. Make sure no words are being squished. Uh, make sure the words are being cut 
intuitive vocals as crisp as possible. And then lastly, set the compression knee to make sure that um, these syllables are, again, not being cut off or anything like that. So this has been um, the last section of using compressors. I hope you got a lot from this last uh, topic. Again, you know, these are one of, this is one of my favorite plugins. Um, it's very important to make sure that you have it. Uh, dynamic range is so important for music and songs to make sure that they sound good. Um, and, and this has been, you know, great discussing this topic with you guys. You know, it's been great, you know, being here. So this has been The Nudge. Um, we take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I'm your host, Mark Papers, Senior Engineer at MPE Mobile Production Engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started. We got you with the sauce, podcast mixing, music mixing and mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. You already know. Get in tune with us. Holla.